Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. This is your weekly podcast, delivering you the insight, ideas, and inspiration to successfully change and transform in our ever-evolving world of retail. Enjoy listening. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. My name is Oliver Banks. I'm your host. I'm a transformation specialist, working with retailers as a consultant and an advisor. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This one is episode 254, number 254. Now, right here on the podcast, we of course can't stray away from the word transformation. It's right there in the title, of course. But the word transformation is really challenging. And arguably, transformation is a buzzword with negative connotations and impacts even to itself. The word transformation sets a precedence. It sets an expectation. And it's usually emotionally charged as well, causing all sorts of extreme emotions, both positive and negative, from excitement and hope through to fear and even anger. It's also easy to pin all of your hopes, either as an individual or as a company, on future success being driven by transformation, almost washing your hands of operational responsibility. You know, it's okay because we're transforming. So therefore, it's going to be all right in the end. And so today in this episode, I want to explore this word transformation because there are some transformations which are not transformation if that makes sense. (laughs) We'll get into that a little later on. We'll be looking at some of the myths, we'll be looking at some of the confusing areas, and of course, we'll be looking positively at what you can do to make sure that you stay on the path to actual, genuine, meaningful transformation and transformation success. The show notes from today are going to be over at obandco.uk slash 254. That's obanco.uk slash 254. So transformation can mean so many different things, right? All across the organization. There is no part of your retail organization that could not transform. And perhaps it's even likely that all parts of your organization are transforming. So the word transformation could cover a cost-cutting exercise to shut unprofitable stores. It could cover an org redesign to make some redundancies. The word could cover a series of system upgrades, a shift in company culture or values, a new merchandising plan with new POS, overhauling the sustainability practices across the whole supply chain and product range. The word transformation could cover a complete rebranding exercise, or adding in new business partnerships, or even mergers and acquisitions, expansion into new markets, and so many more, right? I'm sure you can add to that list with plenty of fantastic examples of what could be considered transformation. Transformation is very, very broad, like I say, and that adds an element of danger as well. And I believe that it's critical to break down the word transformation further, to find different themes. And I believe there are six types of transformation. 
And this is a topic that I'm diving into in my upcoming book, Driving Retail Transformation, which is coming out in March 2024. Lots more to come about that. But I believe it's important to recognize these six different types because they help set relevant expectations. And selecting the appropriate type of transformation helps to ensure that you're aligned to the company's strategy and aligned to the appetite of change from within the company as well. So let's just think of some different times where transformation is not transformation, if that makes sense. We're using the word transformation, but we're not really transforming the company. Firstly, we could be hoping to revert to the existing operating model. We've strayed away from the correct ways of working, and perhaps that's impacting business performance. So we're deciding to go back to basics, make sure that we're training new colleagues properly, and perhaps retail directors or area managers are looking for particular aspects of this existing operating model when they visit stores, for example. I would say that's not transformation. Another example could be when it's not delivering value for the business or customers. Change for the sake of change. Usually an overemphasis on tools and technology without really understanding or focusing on the real objectives and the real business challenges. You know, maybe it's a cool new robot technology that is technically amazing, but there's little idea of where or how it could be used effectively within the company. Another example of not transformation is a reactive tactical change rather than a proactive commercial initiative. For example, you're suddenly responding to a market trend or maybe even a competitive move, and you're not really considering if it's right for the business, but you're just doing it. You know, an example could be slashing prices or adding a promotion because Amazon have announced a new Prime Day, for example. It's not really transformation if it's solely focused on short-term gains, for example, a short-term promotion, rather than a real sustainable long-term benefit. It's not transformation if it's not aligned to the strategy with no clear or relevant business goals. And finally, transformation is not transformation if it doesn't transform anything. Yes, it could be an attempted transformation, sure but it has to do something, right? It has to deliver. It has to execute. It has to reach the proverbial finishing line and it has to embed and stay embedded beyond that finishing line. You know, so any project that stops partway through or a great idea that never quite gets off the ground or even where a change is implemented, but it's not used effectively. Transformation is important, I believe, for the future of your business and for the future of the industry helping to change and shift in big ways and small ways in response to changing customer habits, the evolving competitor landscape, a tightening commercial environment, and many other different aspects. Transformation should deliver meaningful, valuable benefits through a tangible set of deliverables and changes. These deliverables and changes, as I mentioned a minute ago, could be big full company, massive, fundamental transformation, or it could be a series of incremental transformations, small shifts focused in on a subsection of the operating model, the business model, the customer proposition, whatever it is, small shifts that are meaningful to that particular niche, that particular subsection. 
that collectively move the whole company forward. But why do we get confused? Why do we use the word transformation when it's not really transformation? A few different reasons. Firstly, the word sounds important. It sounds meaningful. And we might be therefore using it to appease stakeholders or investors or potential investors to show that something important is happening and to demonstrate that the business is transforming. So therefore, it's going to be a lot better going forward, right? Transformation is a big buzzword within the retail industry and within the wider world as well. We hear everyone talking about it. And therefore, there can be a bit of a fear of missing out, a bit of FOMO in terms of, oh, everyone else is transforming. We should transform too. You know, we need to stay on top of current industry trends. I've heard everyone's doing TikTok videos now or whatever. You know, let's just do that. It's an easy mistake to be carried away with cool, sexy stuff, new technology, new tools. You know, imagine if we could do this. Sure, it might be very, very clever, but it's not required and it's not relevant. And then finally, we could be thinking about an initiative and we're not quite sure what to call it. So we just use the term transformation because, you know, we hear it everywhere and it seems to cover it quite nicely and people get excited about it for all of the reasons that we've just discussed, right? So it is a real mistake that many different people use the word transformation when they don't mean transformation. But there are also a number of different myths around transformation as well. So let's discover some of those. The first myth surely has got to be around digital transformation. Now, if you've listened to the show before, perhaps you recognize that I don't use this term digital transformation very much. In fact, I am allergic to it. So I do try not to use it at all. And the first myth about digital transformation is that digital transformation is all about the technology. And the reality is that actually, no, yes, technology might be important for this particular initiative, but there is guaranteed to be a shift in processes. There may be people based changes or even culture based changes. It could even affect the business model as well. And if you use the term digital transformation, you focus in on the digital side and you forget all this other stuff that is, by the way, crucially important and highly valuable as well. So don't use the term digital transformation, please. Think expansively. Think of what else is transforming. And the second myth is that all transformation is digital transformation, which is not true. It's just we live in a digital world right now. And whilst it is likely, that your transformation has got some form of digital tool or technology or entry into a system, for example, that doesn't mean it's air brackets digital transformation, right? The next myth is that you can complete transformation. The company pulls up the victory banner and says, transformation is done. We have finished. And the real reality is that transformation really is an ongoing effort. There are continual adjustments forever. You can never have the perfect business that, by the way, stays perfect as the world evolves around it. So as soon as one transformation is complete, there will be more transformation needed. The next myth is that transformation must be about big disruptive changes. Now we're going to completely shift what the business does, a completely new business model or whatever. 
And yes, that is transformation. That is a fundamental type of transformation. But there are many other types, six different types, in fact, as I mentioned earlier. And sometimes the smallest changes that deliver this incremental shift can be hugely transformative for the company. Amazon, I would suggest, are a great example of that. Walmart are a great example. Tesco, another great example of making a series of iterative changes that continue to evolve the company, the business model and the operating model. The next myth is that transformation guarantees success and perhaps instant success. But we'll come back to that in just a moment. The reality is that transformation is a process. It is a journey and there are going to be a huge amount of learnings on that journey. You may need to steer the transformation around different roadblocks, for example, and you may or may not actually reach your destination. Not every single transformation works. And McKinsey Research has found that 70% of transformation efforts fail. And that is a stat I'm personally determined to turn around for our industry. Just coming back to that instant success, it's a myth that once you proverbially switch the transformation on, that it just suddenly works at proverbial full power, right? Maximum benefits instantly. That doesn't happen. It takes time to ramp up and that needs to be factored in and planned. It should also be a myth that transformation failure is bad. Whilst I'm determined to make more successful transformations across the industry, there are good and bad failures, right? There are failures where a transformation has tried to do something and it's discovered it's not viable for whatever reason. And so we've decided to stop it. Great. We've learned. We've expanded our realm of knowledge. We've tried to do something and we've stopped it for the right reasons rather than just continuing to push on regardless of whatever you found. But then there are those transformation failures where the proverbial process of transformation has failed. And what should have been a successful change has been lost due to silly mistakes. That's the type of transformation that I want to stop. I want to make sure that all the great ideas get through and that we learn from the not so great ideas, but they could have been great ideas, right? It's a myth that transformation should always give direct customer-facing benefits. We hear about putting the customer at the heart of everything that we do. And I'm not saying that's a bad idea, don't get me wrong but it doesn't need to be the only aspect. There are many different behind-the-scenes transformation initiatives that can deliver big, valuable, tangible benefit to the company and indirectly to the customer, whether it's changing supplier partnerships and introducing some new ways of working or upgrading the payroll system for colleagues or shifting the company culture and ethos. These are all big, meaningful changes and transformations for the company, but not directly impacting the customer. And finally, it's a myth that if the market leader is transforming or doing something new, then you should do that exact same thing too. Each organization is unique. And the reality is that what works for one organization might not work for another. Different situations and circumstances require different approaches and solutions. Plus, we don't want to be in a world where all companies offer the same products, work in the same way, etc., etc., right? That gets bland and boring. So just mindlessly following what someone else is doing is not the path to success for you. 
So those are a few different myths around transformation, but let's start to think about what can you do to ensure that your transformation is an actual genuine transformation. And firstly, you've got to be focused on a real business problem, a real challenge for your customers, your colleagues, your suppliers, or an opportunity for any of those as well. And this real business problem or opportunity that we'll call a challenge, should we say, this challenge should be the highest priority or among the high priorities for the business, not just any old change, right? And with this real business challenge identified, you need a meaningful solution that tackles the root causes and is effective at solving the challenge. You know, it can be clearly understood around the business and that creates alignment, which is our next aspect here, creating alignment across the entire organization at all the different levels. So each team and each department has a clear understanding of the transformation and their role in the transformation. You need to be driving the initiative forwards intentionally, being strategic with what you're trying to do and making it happen, driving effective progress on a regular and consistent basis, and being prepared for setbacks as well, recognizing that it is not a linear straight path from A to B, and you are going to face roadblocks along this journey. And so you need to do something intentional when, or ideally before, these particular roadblocks or setbacks actually occur. And you must have effective change management to ensure that the changes and the deliverables stick. And this is a huge topic, but you've got to think about the communication. You've got to think about your technical education, your behavioral training and coaching, measurements and monitoring, lots of different aspects of change management. You've got to make sure sit right alongside your transformation as well. And there's so much more that we could go into about how to make sure that your transformation is a transformation and is a successful transformation too, for that matter. And that's something that I go a lot deeper into in my upcoming book, Driving Retail Transformation, How to Navigate Disruption and Change. And that's coming out in March 2024, as I say. And the best place to stay up to speed with the development of this book, as well as get some sneak peeks before publication, is my email newsletter called The Retail Transformation Briefing. Hot news headlines, key insight, transformation tactics, all to your inbox every week for free. Ready to sign up? Good. Head on over to obandco.uk slash 254. That's obandco.uk slash 254. Or send me an email, oliver.banks at obandco.uk. Or perhaps even message me on LinkedIn as well. Find my contact details and the links to my LinkedIn profile, etc. on the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 254. And you're also going to find some additional suggested episodes to check out next. And one of those episodes was the previous episode, episode 253, called Boost Chances to Successfully Transform. And there I introduced my transformation tune-up services to make sure that you're set up properly for your transformation going forwards. Whether you're in trouble or not, the tune-up is there 
to maximise your chance of success. Just like you would look after a car if you're going on a long, important journey. The same should be true for your transformation. So check out that episode and the other episodes that I've linked on the show notes page today. But just as we close out today's episode, I want to leave you with some parting thoughts because there are a number of transformations which are not transformation. And there are a number of myths around the world of transformation, right? It is a big buzzword and therefore it is unfortunately easily misunderstood. But true transformation can vary in size and scale, but it does deliver value to the business, to colleagues, to customers, even to suppliers, and of course, to shareholders as well. Transformation can be both an evolution or a revolution, and it needs time and attention and intention and the right environment and company culture to flourish. Don't rush the transformation. Make sure that it has an appropriate but challenging amount of time available. And transformation is a journey and a unique journey for you and for your organization. So as you make every tiny bit of progress, as you make every step forward, and perhaps even discover the roadblocks or setbacks along the way, you are going to be learning individually and organizationally. And embrace that journey and keep driving towards that transformation that is meaningful and valuable for the company and for your customers. So I wish you good luck with your transformation. I'm here to help. So stay subscribed to the podcast for new episodes every single week. Sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing and reach out and discuss how we could work together to maximize your chance of success for a genuine, real transformation. Thanks for listening. Catch up soon. 